Who are the most trustworthy Arizona Cardinals? And is Steve Kimes 2021 NFL, I'm sorry, 2020 NFL draft class looking pretty good? Is it looking pretty, pretty good? It's Bo Brock, Alex Clancy. It's Locked On Cardinals Plus. The best bets you could make on the Arizona Cardinals with an absolute expert. Todd Furman joins us today. Locked On Cardinals. You are Locked On Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Rise up, Red Sea. What's going on? It's Bo Brock, Alex Clancy. We got to do a little pause there just because technical issues. That's just what it's about. If it seems awkward, it is. But we're glad to join (laughs) you guys here on a daily basis. Talking Arizona Cardinals and it's opening week. Cardinals taking on the Tennessee Titans. Tomorrow, of course, we've got our uh, our crossover with Tyler Rowland. Of course, Tic Tac Tyler of the Tennessee Titans. We're going to see what he's concerned about as the Cardinals come to town. Nash Vegas, Sunday morning for us, little kegs and eggs with the kickoff. Cannot wait for it. And we're going to cover today the best bets you can make week one and also just previous to week one for the Arizona Cardinals, what you could probably cash by the end of the season. We're talking Cardinals win total. Right now it's around eight and a half. Also, you've got the Arizona Cardinals to win the NFC West. Is there value there? According to our friends over at betonline.ag, plus 500. I think that's improved a little bit, Alex. Uh, I think it was plus 600 yeah, at one point yeah. this offseason. And then we'll look at the game this week. Of course, today's episode, I think we should tell you that uh, we've got uh, your ultimate season preview up and running. It's the Lockdown Podcast Network, of course, and our Odyssey experts. It's running through September 8th. It's going to take you through every team, every division, with the help of Odyssey's experts, Ross Tucker and Jason Lockham for The ultimate season preview 2021 feed is on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. It began on August 30th. Alex and I joined the rest of the NFC West host, and that episode was up yesterday. You can check it out and listen to us. We don't pull any punches in this. We all had fun at each other's expenses because you know when you look at this division, each team had to get creative in posturing for this season. Like the Seahawks basically did nothing. Um, you have the Rams that are more top-heavy even than the Arizona Cardinals. They've got three players. And then you have the San Francisco 49ers with the uh, flat-brim, Yeezy-wearing head coach that has one winning season under his belt but continues to get uh, – is the darling of all the NFL pundits out there. Yeah, it, the, yeah. the crossovers interdivisionally are going to be exquisite this year. We're going to have eight <laughs> of them. It's going to be Brian Peacock and 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 Croc over there uh, with the locked-on 49ers. It's going to potentially be an hour podcast for both of them because all we're going to do is have an Eminem 8-mile battle for 20 minutes <laughs> – just because they're elitists and we're right. realists and it doesn't mix. It's oil and water. It's oil right. and water. And then, you know, Corbin Smith thinks that the Seahawks are going to win the Super Bowl. And so does so is, so is the Cremendous from Locked on Rams. So we're really the only realists in the NFC West. And you were able to hear it on the Odyssey app that Bo mentioned. You, uh, you, you'd be hard-pressed to find any division where all four teams' hosts are walking around with their chest puffed out <laughs> like they're going to take this thing in 2021. Uh, we're going to kind of be a little, we're going to be focused on the season with Todd Furman, of course, the betting expert who's going to join us here uh, shortly. He's going to give us the best bets in the Arizona Cardinals 
season. He's the co-founder of Bet the Board Pod and, of course, an analyst for CBS Sports. He's going to give us all the greatest betting insight today. But uh, let's get into this. The Arizona Cardinals 2020 uh, NFL draft class is looking better by the day. Also, Alex had a great uh, tweet out there. Uh, who are the most trustworthy Arizona Cardinals? We'll get into that in a bit, probably second segment. Uh, but so it came out and Jess Root, uh, he opened my eyes to this, that uh, Josh Jones, the 72nd overall selection in the 2021 or 2020 NFL draft out of Houston is going to start for the Arizona Cardinals. He went from basically kind of having a, a red shirt, ve- played very little in his rookie season for the Cardinals. A, a guy who's a left tackle by trade is going to move over to guards position and he beat out Brian Winters, who's going to be his backup, and Justin Murray, who's been in this organization now, is going into his third season. It, it's just making, it's really kind of spit shining what we thought was kind of a turd of a draft class with Isaiah Simmons being the top guy off the board. And both of them expected to start is along with Rashard Lawrence and Lecky Foto. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean it's going to work. That sure. means that they're starting, and it, it's just great. If it works, I'm the first one to say, as I have been, that Steve Kime has been a top 10 GM over probably the last two years before this offseason where you, with the positions you really needed in quarterback, cornerback, and running back. Um, if it works, fantastic. But what I think this is, unfortunately, is Steve Kime's egomania in, on full display. Like, you know what? I'm right. You're wrong. This is going to work. Watch it work. and. When he says that, most of the time, it doesn't happen. So I'm curious to see, like, with Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons specifically, that's never worked from the inside linebacker position in the history of pigskin, in the history of football. If it works here, fantastic. I'll go rub Steve Kimes' head. I'll be the first one in line. If Josh Jones works, that's a great alleviation off the right side of the line. If Lecky Fochu and Rashard Lawrence in some sort of package in the middle of the in the interior of the defensive line work, two fantastic fourth round picks from blue blood organizations and not FCS schools that Steve Kime is used to drafting from in the middle rounds. So if it works, hallelujah. But if it doesn't, it's still much ado about exactly what we've seen with Steve Kime over the last you know five or six years. Yeah, if it doesn't work, it continues to be the biggest indictment on his ability to be a competent GM at the NFL level. I mean, that's just that's what it is. If it doesn't work this time, I mean, then you're you're dealing with the uh, with the definition of insanity, and that's just doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And the Arizona Cardinals can't afford to do that now that they have their franchise signal caller in the fold, and you got to keep him happy. And one's going to be protecting him, and the other's going to be getting him the football, and that's from the defensive side. And now you've You've put a tremendous amount of uh, draft capital into that. Uh, Eno Benjamin also makes the roster, the 53-man roster. We'll see if he dresses on Sunday. But uh, still, you know, Evan Weaver, I believe, is on the practice squad. So your entire 2020 draft class is intact and expected to play a big role this season. And you have to have that, especially with how you kind of spend free agent dollars. If you're going to go out there and you're going to sign the likes of of J.J. Watt. You're going to make a trade for Rodney Hudson, who's in his 30s, and then you're also going to bring in A.J. Green. You need those. You need your draft class to supplement or actually kind of be more of the back of the of the bones of this organization if, if you want those free agents who are, you know, at the tail end of their career to, to play or, or to make the impact that they need to, that you want them to make. Yeah, exactly. And we've talked about this. Like, this is the natural progression of things. If Kyler yeah. Murray works in, in year one, and he did, five wins, sure, but you saw what the upside could potentially be, okay? Even week one, second half and overtime of week one, you saw what 
the future, the special stuff that Kyler Murray could bring. We saw almost immediately again, you know, at home against Detroit week one of 2019. And we've talked about this throughout the time. If this starts to work, as you just mentioned, more JJ Watts will happen. And it's not Terrell Suggs. It's not Emmett Smith. It's J.J. Watt, who's 31, 32, not 36, 37, looking for a paycheck or looking to break some sort of rushing record and using Arizona as the vessel for that. With DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green's another great example. Three years ago, A.J. Green wouldn't even have looked at Arizona. He would have taken a million dollars less and gone to an organization that was a little bit more stable that could guarantee him getting on the field and also getting wins. So the natural progression of things is happening. And if this year works that is going to skyrocket the efforts yep. to make them Arizona, not just a retirement facility, but an actual <laughs> destination for people that may have two contracts left in their career and not just coming here for their last one. Big thanks to everybody that's subscribing to us, watching us on YouTube. And of course, following along on Twitter at locked on AZ cards, who are the most trustworthy Arizona Cardinals and why does the team seem content? with what's perceived as their biggest weaknesses while other teams are being active and proactive and uh, helping out some weaknesses before they kick off the 2021 season. It's Bo and it's Alex. It's Locked On Cardinals. And we're just, uh, what, 24 hours away from our first NFL regular season game. Oh my and uh, betonline.ag has an incredible opportunity for you. It's the opening day super promo. Make a bet on September 9th tomorrow. On the season opener between the Super Bowl champion Bucks and the Dallas Cowboys, and if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code uh, NFL100. That's promo code NFL100. You will be refunded dollar for dollar up to 25 bucks on the bet for tomorrow's matchup between the Cowboys and the Bucks. I believe it's seven and a half. Buccaneers are favored at home celebrating their uh, Super Bowl victory. Also, right now at Bet Online, they've got the best odds, props, and contests, including the online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest. It's open now. Bet Online. It's the best place, especially because if you sign up today, not only do you qualify for that uh, super promo, but you also get a 100% welcome bonus. That means they'll match you dollar for dollar, whatever you deposit. Put in 100 bucks, you get 100 free dollars to play around with. I don't understand why you don't do this. It's free money. Bet online. You're online sportsbook experts. All right. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy. I'm just, I'm giddy today. I mean, we're it's hump day. We're halfway there. We're nearly to kick off at 10 a.m. between the Arizona Cardinals. And I can't believe I was dumbfounded last night. I saw a solid tweet from my co-host for the first time, I think, in the history of Twitter. Uh, where I, I was actually, yeah, that's a good tweet. Alex put this up yesterday. Top 10 most trustworthy players of the Arizona Cardinals ahead of the 2021 season. He had Buddha number one. He had DeAndre Hopkins, two. Kyler Murray, three. Matt Prater, the place kicker, four. Rodney Hudson, your new center, and five. Andy Lee, another kicker on there, your punter at six. DJ Humphreys at seven. Chandler Jones at eight. J.J. Watt at number nine. And your starting CB1, Byron Murphy at 10. I thought it was a great exercise. I do. I mean, I, I made a couple twi- uh tweaks my, of my own. I think DeAndre Hopkins is probably your most reliable. And I moved Chandler Jones up a little bit because outside of his biceps tear, he was a guy that was kind of a, really consistently in the lineup for the Cardinals. Yeah. I mean, he's old faithful for sure. Uh, and not, you know, focusing on the old part. Just he's, you know exactly what you're going to get from before the bicep, but he's coming off the injury. So I dropped him. I had Kyler. One, I was like, okay, number one, Kyler. Wait, no, he's not. 
He's yeah. not the most trustworthy person right now. We saw that the second half of last season. I had DeAndre Hopkins up at one first. And I'm like, you know what? Coming into Sundays, who do you trust more to not need to rely on anybody else to perform? And a wide receiver, you need a quarterback to perform for you. Sure, DeAndre Hopkins could take it 70% of the way when the ball's thrown in his vicinity, even if he's double teamed. Buda Baker is going to be the, the pulse of this defense. Regardless of, you know, you're going to have Isaiah and Zavin Collins. We're still going to come up with a damn nickname from both of them. Isaiah, <laughs> Isaiah uh, Simmons and Zavin Collins on an island in the middle of the field in this in this 3-4 set. But Buda Baker is going to need to be the guy to have the highest impact and the one you trust the most, especially because of the lack of perform- lack of talent in the cornerback room. The top three was most interesting to me, and I thought Matt – I almost put Matt Prater at like three, but I'm like, let's really just feel the exercise out. And then Andy sure. Lee's there and makes an appearance because you don't think about having a bad punter when Andy Lee's been here the last couple of years. It's important, mm-hmm. especially yeah. when you have a defense or when you have an offense that has so many quick three and outs. It's paramount to have a guy that can pin the opposing, uh, you know, return team and in, in, in turn offense um, in favorable positions for the Cardinals defense. And then I, I had Chase Je- Chase Edmonds at ten. I don't trust him as the RB one as much as I trust right. Byron Murphy as maybe the CB one A, CB two, depending on where. Robert Alford stacks up in the actual depth chart, which is what we see on the field and not just on a piece of paper. I think Chase Edmonds in his the role that we know him for, that he excels in, that's as trustworthy as it gets. But you're right, as is RB one, you don't know. You 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 can't you you can't trust that. Um, and then you know I I added to kind of piggyback Andy Lee and that those special teams. I think they've they've been really consistent, especially under Jeff Rogers the last couple seasons has been Dennis Gardeck. I put him in my top 10 mostly because of his ability on special teams. You know, it's great when you get pass rush sacks from him, but what he does to the special teams, that's very trustworthy. And, Did and he I have a fumble recovery was against the Jets last year or the Giants? It was one of those um, two teams. He was either responsible was the, for it or he actually yeah. recovered it. Because I remember seeing yeah. the dance. He made a big play against the Niners in, in the opening week last last year as far as special teams and in one against the uh, Washington football team, I believe. I think they went back-to-back weeks with teams' plays. Real quick, before we get to our guy, Todd Furman, uh, talking some uh, of the best bets that you can make for the Arizona Cardinals, especially going into week one, is the uh, the New Orleans Saints. One, they, they released Latavius Murray, who Alex believes would be the ultimate complement to... Chase Edmonds, as far as kind of being that between the tackles goal line guy, likes him better than James Conner. We might have to get into that more tomorrow or Friday. But also the Saints, they pull off the deal for Bradley Roby with the Houston Texans. They bring the cornerback over and they sign Desmond Trufant, who's been pretty brutal the last couple of weeks. But it's just very telling that the organization, as far as the Arizona Cardinals are concerned, have a very different perspe- perception of their cornerback room than the fan base does. Like they seem content going forward with the guys that they have. And this is why when you brought up all of the 2020, 2021 draft class starting uh, in, on the you know newest depth chart going into week one, it's just the egomania of Steve Kime. It's the same kind of thing. It's like, you know what? I drafted Byron Murphy. He's going to be fine. I brought Robert Alford in. Genius move by me. He hasn't played in two years. He's going to be fine. I traded up for Marco Wilson. I'm a genius. So he's going to be fine as a CB2, CB3. Don't worry, guys. I got it. How do you know? You've never had it before. This year's different. I got it. And it it, it blows my mind that we're still having this conversation with Sonny and Cher Monday morning or, you know, every morning with Bill Murray waking up. I got you, babe, Groundhog Day with Steve right. Kime saying, you know what, get, you know what, guys, you know what, fan base, I got it. Trust me. Why? Yeah. 
you can you can love your drafts, you can love your free agents, but sometimes to a fault, you have to be willing to kind of move off of them and and just improve your roster. And he doesn't seem to have that uh, right now. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy's locked on Cardinals. What are the best bets? for the Arizona Cardinals in the 2021 season. And, of course, week one, our guy Todd Furman, one of those dialed in in the business. He joins us next here on Lockdown Cardinals. Let me tell you about, of course, Direct TV Stream. You got to get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. Absolutely as easy as it gets. Direct TV, it uh, takes your on-demand and it takes your live TV and they bring them together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports movies Shows all in one place. And the best part, there's no annual contract. Stop waiting to get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more. DirecTV.com. That's DirecTV.com. Alex? Yeah. And uh, Bilt Bar, too, guys. Bilt Bar is the best-tasting protein bar on the planet. I was able to meet with a rep a couple weeks ago. We've got some super exciting things coming to Phoenix regarding Bilt Bar. They've got nine basic flavors. We've talked, we talk about this a couple times a week, and they... Don't get any worse in flavor. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. They've also got, you know, limited time flavors, orange and strawberry, two of my favorites. Um, the best part about Built Bars is that they're healthy for you. They're chocolate yeah. covered. They've got 17 or 18 grams of protein, all of them, at most 180 calories, at most four grams of sugar. Built Bars doing blind taste tests with candy bars and the candy bars are winning. The candy bars are losing. Almond Joy versus Coconut Almond. Built Bar is winning, and there's what you know, 200 less grams of sugar in a Built Bar than there is in an Almond Joy, and they're disgusting. Can we talk about how bad Almond Joys are disgusting? <laughs> no, just tell them, about, tell them about the deal, and let's get go, to our guys. Go to Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, yeah. and use the promo code Built15 for 15 off your first box at again Built15 at BuiltBar.com. Thank you for subscribing, watching the Locked On Cardinals YouTube channel. Thank you for subscribing, following along wherever you get your podcast to Locked On Cards. We're bringing in our guy, Todd Furman. He joins us here. Todd, thanks for joining us here on the podcast, man. It's uh, great to get your insight here on this 2021 Arizona Cardinals season. Hey, appreciate you boys having me. I know a lot of optimism out there in the desert, not only about the Cardinals, but the legalized sports wagering that's set to go live uh, sooner rather than later right there. Yeah, they're you- hoping we Week one, man. I mean, that's uh, that's been something. We it wasn't even in, you know, close like a year ago, and they just fast track that thing. It's awesome. It's amazing how fast these plans can come together when states begin to realize some of the revenue potential that's there, and they see what their neighbors are doing as well. You go from thinking it's an absolute pipe dream to becoming a full blown reality. Uh, and I know a lot of reason for folks there to be plenty excited. Add a little layer of complexity to some of their allegiances, especially on those fall Sundays. Yeah, for sure. All right, Todd, so let's jump into this here. It's power ranking season week one. Everybody's got their power rankings. I've seen the Cardinals as high as nine, as low as 25. The over-unders, you know, been around between eight and nine, depending on what book you're looking at. BetOnline.ag has them at eight and a half. It's not only for this season, but for the head coach and GM's livelihood is eight and a half right is that the right number looking at the cardinals in ahead of 2021 you know i think it's a very fair assessment and it just goes to show that books aren't quite sure exactly what they're going to get out of the cardinals uh, over the 17 game season you look at how they started last year they were a different team in the first half of the campaign than they were in the latter half and we can attribute that to kyler murray's reluctance to run as he was dealing with that shoulder injury 
Uh, but when you look at Cliff Kingsbury over the first two seasons there, team starts out well, and they tail off as the season goes on. And that was kind of the trademark that you saw at Texas Tech as well. Now, of course, in college, you play a non-conference schedule, so you understand why Power 5 teams get off to a quicker start. But he's going to have to make some of those adjustments. There are no gimmies within the division where Arizona's pegged as far as their win total to finish fourth. Uh, so this is a team that I want to try and attack on a week-to-week basis more than make season-long generalizations about them getting to the playoffs or winning the division. The one prop, though, that I do think is interesting that I've seen out there is Kyler Murray's rushing yards. Arizona mm-hmm. can say what they want about wanting to make him more of a pocket passer, but if you're going to kind of neuter one of his best abilities, which is getting outside the pocket and using his legs to escape you know, potential breakdowns, uh, I think he's got to go over 700 rushing yards if the Cardinals are going to put a winning record on the books. Todd Furman, of course, co-founder, Bet the Board Pod, and of course, an analyst over at CBS Sports joins us here on the Locked On AZ Cards podcast. And uh, yeah, I mean, that was just money in the bank last year. I think it was 475, and that monster year from Kyler moved that number way up. You did mention you don't like the long-term bets or the futures bets for the Arizona Cardinals, but plus 500 on the division. I mean, if you look at the other three teams in the NFC West, is that the best value if you wanted to go that direction? For me, I mean, I'm a little bit biased here. Uh, my numbers make the Niners a clear-cut favorite here, and I think the fact that you can grab them at 2-1 to one in the market is actually a touch high. Uh, my true odds have them closer to that plus 120, plus 130 range. By virtue of playing that fourth-place schedule and getting significantly upgraded from an injury luck perspective, uh, I know when you try and assess the division as a whole, it's important to get a good idea of exactly what all four teams are looking like so five to one in Arizona, not enough to get me to the window. If you're optimistic and you think they can crash the back half of the playoff party like they were close to doing last year, maybe get a yes price for them to make the playoffs because it wouldn't shock me at all if we were talking about Arizona, you know, fighting for 10 wins and being right there in the mix. Uh, but it's not something that I feel comfortable tying my money up on for four weeks. Uh, but I don't want to tip my hand a little bit. I do think Cardinals fans should have reason to be optimistic uh, at least week one for the trip to Nashville. Todd. Buddy, I we've talked over the course of several years now on different varying shows that I've been on. Why the hell are the 49ers always darlings from the national media? I'm not saying even from a sports betting perspective, but when it comes to, like, is it Kyle Shanahan versus Cliff Kingsbury? Why is there a huge discrepancy when they don't know which quarterback they trust yet and they're still looked at as, oh, their playoff team, win the division, whatever? Like, why is that? I mean, I think a big part of it is because you know the couple constants there. When you look around the division, we know Russell Wilson, what he's going to bring to the table every week for the Seahawks. He's a guy that's been the model of durability. Obviously, not much depth behind him if something were to happen there. But from a defensive standpoint, you can be as optimistic as you want to be about Jordan Brooks and some of their youth there. I don't think Seattle provides a threat on both sides of the ball. The Rams, you look at their starting 22 as good as any team in the league. But Sean McVay and Les Snead have really built built a roster that's studs and duds, that if they have an injury to one of their key contributors, it's going to be a precipitous drop-off. Whereas the 49ers last year, I mean, this team was ravaged by injuries on the defensive side of the ball and still was able to finish in the middle of the pack. I think having two quarterbacks without a truly defined number one is a nice luxury that most teams in the league can't boast about, especially because quarterbacks in Kyle Shanahan's system 
aren't expected to be the be-all, end-all. I mean, it's amazing how fast people wanted to send Jimmy Garoppolo out to pasture, but he's one overthrown ball away from beating the Kansas City Chiefs in a Super Bowl two years ago, just being a game manager. Now you add in the likes of Trey Sermon, an offensive line that I think will improve in a young receiving core. I mean, this team could lose a starting quarterback. They can lose a key contributor on the defensive side, and they really don't miss a huge beat in terms of a power number. The biggest issue I have with the 49ers is their secondary, but when you have a defensive line as deep as what they're going to bring out there this year, you can apply pressure. I think they can mask one of those deficiencies. So for me, a lot of people go into the NFL season going, what can go right to try and make a case for a team to win the division or to bet a future? I go at it the exact opposite way. What can go wrong for one of these teams for me to make a bet? Uh, and for this team, it's one of the few in the league that I see as a viable contender, regardless of who they start at quarterback, if you believe in the upside and dimension that Trey Lance will bring, or Jimmy Garoppolo, knowing that he's got to fight tooth and nail for his next contract. Credible insight right now. We're getting from Todd Furman as he joins us here on Locked on Cardinals. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at Todd Furman, F-U-H-R-A-M-A-N. I apologize, Todd. And uh, let's look at the uh, week one matchup between the Cardinals and the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Cardinals road dogs at plus three, according to most publications. I think it started about two and a half. Who do you like in this matchup as far as that spread's concerned? For me, I, I like the underdog. I think this is a great opportunity for Arizona to go on the road and get a big win. I know there's a lot of skepticism given what we saw or I guess didn't see during the preseason. Uh, I think a lot of Cardinal fans were mortified by those couple of drives Kyler Murray put together against the Kansas City Chiefs. But yeah. this is a team where they're going to be healthy going into the season, and we know what they have in terms of DeAndre Hopkins. I think A.J. Green provides an excellent running mate if he's able to stay healthy. Uh, I look at their running back position, and I'm not quite sure how they're going to elect to use the likes of James Conner and Chase Edmonds, but the two offer nice complementary pieces. And from a defensive standpoint, sure, I'm a little bit worried about Arizona in the secondary matched up against A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. Uh, but I also think this Tennessee Titans defense is an absolute dumpster fire. And if Arizona can't go out there and hang 30-plus, <laughs> there are some bigger concerns you're going to have going forward. So if you like the dog, um, I would encourage folks to grab the three. Uh, I have a slight inkling that the three probably won't be widely available as you get closer to kickoff on Sunday. Hey, is the old betting uh, thought or cliche, like if, if they're three-point dogs, that the teams are even on paper before that, does that still hold true? It's kind of the general consensus, but when you look over the last couple of years, even in 2019, before you had the COVID year without fans in the stands, we've seen the devaluation of home field advantage. And I think a lot of that is because teams are smarter about what they do as far as putting together travel plans. You know, they're figuring out biorhythms. They're understanding exactly what needs to be done from a nutrition and keep these players on a regimented routine. That's a far cry from 15 to 20 years ago uh, when I was first getting started, you know, learning yeah, you know, at my dad, dad's elbow, that you could blindly bet against teams from the West Coast when they traveled east because they didn't adjust practice schedules. They weren't changing anything, and they would essentially sleepwalk through the first 30 minutes of football, build yourself an edge, and be able to cash. Now I think, you know, all these teams have grown accustomed to it, and it's actually more some of the weather elements that can play a bigger role. You know, typically teams from you know, cold weather climates that have to go play in Jacksonville and Miami, that plays a bigger role than just being in front of 60 to 65,000 screaming fans with the communication devices and everything else that's there. So for me, uh, I make home field advantage, at least the blanket generalization closer to two, more so than the generally accepted three out there. Awesome. One more question, Todd Furman at Todd Furman on Twitter, one of the best in the business. Um, three of my favorite words in succession in the English language are 
hammer the over. And when it comes to a Sunday 52, I know that all the buildings are paid for by amateur money taking the over when they shouldn't in Vegas. Is this a trap number or is this number going to hit in the first half? You know, I don't think it's a trap number at all. I mean, this number did take some over money. 52, you do need a, a bevy of things to go right to be able to comfortably cash a total that high, even in the modern NFL. And I think one of the things you're slightly concerned about you know, early on is red zone efficiency. Because if you put together a six to seven minute drive and use as a battering ram, but those drives end up in field goals, not touchdowns. Uh, it's going to make it extremely difficult to go over that number. And the same could be said for Arizona. I mean, Cardinals fans know all too well how easily this team in the past couple of years has moved the ball between the 20s. But if you're going over 52, you can't settle for field goals. Uh, so for me, I think the total is a touch low, but I want to see a little bit more consistency out of these two teams early on. Uh, and I typically gravitate towards betting games over, if so inclined, in the lower 40s, knowing that I don't need so many things to go right from a possession, pace, tempo, uh, and red zone efficiency standpoint, especially the first couple of weeks. There you go. You're not going to find better insight than Todd Furman. Thank you for joining us. Co-founder of Bet the Board Pod, of course, CBS Sports. Man, awesome insight, man. Is your boy Clay Travis going to be at the game on Sunday? Uh, you know what? I'm sure he will be there. He's got himself busy with his bus tour, driving around the SEC, yeah. trying to relive his glory days. And I'm quickly trying <laughs> to remind him at 40-some-odd years old and out of shape, it's not quite the same fanfare and buzz he was able to generate, you know, when he was newly married uh, to his beautiful wife, Laura, years ago. So don't be fooled by that image on the side of the bus where Clay's muscle bound. He's going to look a lot more like he's got his dad bod when he's floating those outkick polos. <laughs> Thanks so awesome much, Todd. Stuff. Really appreciate it, man. I appreciate you guys having me. Have a great season. Great stuff from Todd Furman, of course. Uh, follow him along on Twitter great, at Todd man. Furman. Yeah, awesome stuff. Great little knocks there on, on Clay Travis. Also one of the best in the business as far as betting on sports. Man, great podcast there. We've got two more for you locked in, loaded for the rest of the week. Tomorrow, Tyler Rowland, of course, Tic Tac Tyler from Locked On Titans. He's going to give you the insight from that side of the football for Tennessee tomorrow. And then Friday, Alex and I, full preview, full predictions, plus Woo! we're going to dabble in our season predictions. That's what's going down on Friday, Alex. And it's just a couple days away or a couple hours away from NFL season kicking off between the Bucks and the Cowboys. Make sure to take advantage of betonline.ag super promo where you get uh, refunded your bet if you lose. If you win, you get to keep the money. So go do it. Betonline.ag. You guys have a great rest of your Wednesday. Really enjoyed this one. Tomorrow it's going to be just as fun. It's Locked On Cardinals. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at Locked On AZ Cards. You're subscribed on our YouTube channel and you're following Alex at Clancy's Corner and me at B O B R A C K. You guys have a great one. Talk to you tomorrow.